Lecture topic. Lessons from the Duas of Prophet Ibrahim. Ibadat of Hajj is such a unique Ibadat that every mu'min's heart is naturally attached to this whether he is present in the Hajj itself or whether he is not there but his heart is attached this is a sign of his Iman the Ibadat of Hajj which becomes compulsory on a person once in a lifetime if he has the means if he doesn't have the means, it's not compulsory on him. But despite that, his heart is still attached to it. And he yearns for it. He yearns for the closeness to Allah. That is what he yearns for. So it is not just a going and coming, not just something that is like a trip somewhere, some sightseeing or some tour. This is an ibadat that has a very deep impact on the spirituality of a person if it is done correctly. So that is what a mu'min yearns for. And the process for that is Hajj itself. So in any case, while the Hujjaj would be the fortunate people that would be in the Mubarak places, they'll be making the Tawaf and they'll be in Arafat and Muzdalifah, etc. Though we won't be present, but our hearts get attached to it. And we therefore connect ourselves to everything that is linked to the Hajj. And the entire Ibadat of Hajj, much of it centers around the lessons that we take from the life of Sayyidina Ibrahim many of the A'mal that are performed in the Hajj. The life from the various members of his family. And this is what we learn from, we take the lessons from it, we get the inspiration from it. So, everything about the Hajj has a reminder about Ibrahim as well. Ibrahim is a very central figure and he is a personality who everybody has great respect for. The Muslims have the closest respect for him because after all a mu'min, his Iman requires that he believes in all the Abiyya Without that belief his Iman is not correct. There is no Iman. And the others have some false claims, whether it's the Jews, whether it's the Christians, they have some false claims of loving him. But they nevertheless respect him as well. But that respect and love is very deficient and hollow because they don't truly follow what he, the legacy he left behind. 
the legacy of Tawheed, the legacy of the oneness of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, believing in that oneness of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, the legacy of obedience to Allah Ta'ala, that they far away from. And the greatest part of that obedience is that the last and final message of Allah Ta'ala, Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they don't accept Allah Ta'ala's oneness, they don't follow Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and believe in him, so where is the legacy of Ibrahim in any case, but this is the personality that everybody respects so greatly. And the Quran Sharif is filled with his mention, many, many places. And among the things that are mentioned about Ibrahim Islam, on many occasions, in many places in the Quran Sharif, the du'as of Ibrahim Islam are mentioned. So now in these days, the heart gets attached to this personality, to the lessons he left behind, to his legacy, so likewise to his du'as as well. The du'as which the Qur'an Sharif has mentioned. So among the many du'as of Ibrahim al-Islam, in Surah Al-Shu'ara, Allah Ta'ala mentioned certain du'as. So in these du'as, one was the du'a that he made to Allah Ta'ala, that, Rabbi habli hukmau wa al-hiqni bisadihin. Allah, you bless me with wisdom. Hukmanya refers to wisdom. What does this wisdom mean? Wisdom, the reality of wisdom is that a person can think correctly and then say what is right, do what is right. That is wisdom. That is a wise person. That he can apply his mind correctly and can come to the right conclusions. And having come to the right conclusion, he knows what's the right thing to say, he knows what's the right thing to do. He's not somebody that just blurts out anything and then doesn't have any realization or thought about what's going to be the consequences of what I'm, what I'm saying. Doesn't have any idea about what is this, what I want to do, how is this going to unfold, what will be the result of this. And he cannot foresee the problem, the harm that will come from some action that he wants to embark on. That's not a wise person. He just says something without thinking and now he has to do damage control because now he blurted the wrong thing out. He made a huge blunder in what he said. As a result of what he just blurted out, he might have just broken his marriage. He might have broken one friendship. He might have said something that Allah forbid worse than this is. That's something that endangered his iman, Allah forbid lost his iman. That's not wise. Wisdom, real wisdom is not that a person understands how to make more of dunya. That even people without iman also, they pick up that. That's something which anybody can pick up. Real wisdom is a person understands what's going to benefit him in dunya and akhirat. That's the wisdom Ibrahim is asking for. And obviously being a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, every Nabi has the highest level of wisdom. Then among them also there will be different levels, but no Nabi is deficient in the matter of wisdom. Despite that he is asking for this wisdom, and Allah is mentioning it in the Quran Sharif as a lesson to us, to learn what is wisdom about, what is real wisdom, and to make an effort to become wise. 
And how does a person become wise and gain this wisdom? The wisdom that will take him on the path towards eternal success. He can make the right choices, that's wisdom. As many choices. He can make the right choices, that's wisdom. Such a choice that becomes a means of good of dunya and akhirat. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirat hasana. Waqina azab al-nar. And that wisdom guides him to make those choices that save him from the punishment of the hereafter. That is wisdom. So Ibrahim is teaching us a very big lesson in this dua, what is the dua itself that we should be making dua. These are things we should be asking for. We ask for many things. Have we asked for wisdom any time? So wisdom, that wisdom which will take us to eternal success. That wisdom while living in dunya also will make us make those choices that Allah is pleased with us. <coughs> that is wisdom. <laughs> Otherwise it's the opposite of wisdom. Otherwise it is foolishness. Otherwise it is foolishness and that foolishness can sometimes become utter foolishness. Allah forbid a person makes such choices that takes his iman away. So in any case, this is the first dua in the Quran today in this particular ayah that Allah Ta'ala mentions, Rabbi Hamli Hukmau wa al-Hikni Mishtalihin. Ya Allah, join me with the righteous. Now again, this is a dua. In any time, the Nabi of that time, there isn't anybody more righteous than him. He's on the peak of righteousness. People have to come and join him to learn righteousness. Ibrahim is a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala and is among those Ambiya Alim Salatu Salam who the Quran describes as Ulul Azmi Minar Rusul very high ranking Ambiya Alim Salam there are five Ambiya Alim Salam who are of a very special caliber after Nabi Karim Salatu Salam they have the next rank he is among those and he is still asking Allah Ta'ala Ya Allah join me with the righteous one is that when I leave this dunya, then where the righteous go, that's where I want to go. But now to get there, the lesson, this is a lesson, Allah is giving us the lesson. Allah Ta'ala is mentioning it in the Quran Sharif, is for us to take the lesson. And Ibrahim is making this dua to give the lesson. One is his level of humility, despite being the most righteous of his time, is the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, and the most righteous of the human race, after Dabi Alayhi Salaam and among Dabi Alayhi Salaam after the rank of Nabi Akhari Salaam Salaam. But if he is asking for this, the lesson that the path to righteousness will not happen without righteous company. The path to righteousness will never happen if a person adopts company that is not righteous. He will be able to Withstand something, avoid the influence, avoid the effect of that company for one day, one week, but how long? If it's good company also you can't avoid it for long. It will rub off on the head. The goodness will rub off on the head. And Allah forbid he joins some negative company, wrong company. Despite his wonderful desire that I want to be good, I want to be righteous, I want to conduct my life in the way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. I want to have a life of piety, of obedience to Allah Ta'ala, 
MashaAllah, all his intentions are excellent. But despite his excellent intentions, he is not ready to give up the wrong company, then it's just a matter of short time. Sometimes it's a matter of time, the time could be years. No, no, it's not a matter of any time. It's just a matter of short time before he becomes what his company is. And whether it is human company, which we have discussed many times, or whether it is device company. That is that device company is leading him to vice, and he is going to start becoming a person of vice. If he is watching things that are all full of vice, then that's what he's going to become. That company can become worse than human company for him. So now if he adopts good company, righteous company, he's going to lead him in that direction. And if he decides to choose elsewhere, that's where he's going to finish off. Ibrahim Salaam's dua, this is the dua we should be making. Making dua, Allah, give me company that will take me closer to you. Give me company that will inspire me to want to get closer to you. Company that if I am planning and wanting to do something wrong, the company will drive me in the right direction. <coughs> Allah, bless me with such friends. Make this dua. And make it very earnestly. Our du'as are sometimes just from the tip of our tongue. After salah, we make du'a sometimes from the tip of the tongue. The du'a that reaches Allah Ta'ala is the one that comes from the depth of the heart. Inna Allah la yismahu du'a qalbillahim Allah Ta'ala doesn't listen to the du'a of an inattentive heart. Tip of the tongue, inshallah there's some sawab for that too. But the du'a that reaches Allah Ta'ala comes from the depth of the heart. From the depth of the heart to ask Allah Ta'ala for good company. To be blessed with righteous company. Then to take it further, some ayat later, time is limited. Ibrahim Islam then continues with the dua. Wala tukhzini yawma yub'asun. Yawma la yanfa'u malu wala banun. Illa man atallaha bi qalbin saneen. Ya Allah. Don't disgrace me on the day of Qiyamah. Yawma yub'asun. The day when people will be resurrected. <coughs> Many a times the person has made dua to be saved from falling into disgrace because now something is getting exposed somewhere. His wife got hold of his phone or something else has happened and now this thing mustn't get exposed. So now we worry about the exposure of dunya. Allah will save us from that as well. But worse than that and far worse than that is the exposure on the day of Qiyamah. If a person left this dunya without having sorted his life out, without having made sincere tawbah and given up the vices and sins, and on the day of Qiyamah it's not going to be one person, some wife part of something or whatever else. It's the whole makhluk of Allah Ta'ala there. Person's parents will be there, his children will be there. His friends will be there, anyone and everyone will be there. People who held him in high esteem and respect will be there. People who <coughs> were good to him, whatever else, everything will all be present. And on that day now everything will get revealed. If he didn't make amends in dunya, didn't turn to Allah Taala. Ibrahim Islam, among the ulul azmin in ar-ghusun, sinless and masoom, doesn't have any blemish to him. But to the extent that a person is close to Allah Ta'ala, to that extent he is number one, still fearful. 
In fact, he has more khashiyat. And akhshakum. Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, nobody has more fear of Allah than me. Why? Because he had the greatest amount of ma'rifat of Allah Ta'ala. The greatest amount of ma'rifat and recognition of Allah Ta'ala, this results in the greatest amount of khashiyat as well. Fear of Allah Ta'ala. This comes out of that fear. Allah, don't disgrace me on the day of Qiyamah. What will happen on that day? How will I fail if my whole life gets revealed on that day? Ibrahim Islam is sinless, he is masoom. But he is still expressing this. How many times we express it? How many times we make that dua? Allah, the day of Qiyamah. What's going to be my condition on that day? Nobody's going to escape that day. And everybody will have to give an account of his deeds. Allah, you saved me from the disgrace of that day. And how does a person get saved from the disgrace of that day? The dua is meant to now bring the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala. Allah, you give me the tawfiq of leading such a life that this never leads to any disgrace in the day of Qiyamah. <coughs> a life of piety, of righteousness, a life of the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. A life where a person doesn't have to bother about now, is that password in place? Have I locked it properly behind the password? Because on the day of Qiyamah no password is going to work. Was it properly secured away from the sight of people? On the day of Qiyamah that's not going to work. يَوْمَ تَشْهَدُ عَلَيْهِمْ أَلْسِنَتُهُمْ وَأَيْدِيهِمْ وَأَرْجُلُهُمْ لِمَا كَانُوا يَسِبُونَ The very tongue will speak about what the tongue spoke. The tongue spoke all evil in the dunya. The tongue will speak about the evil it spoke, meaning not in the control of the person itself. The tongue itself will speak. And let alone the tongue will speak, the hand will speak, the legs will speak, every limb will testify on the day of Qiyamah. This is what this person made me do. So on that day, no passwords will work, no hiding anything anywhere will work. That's the time to make sincere tawbah. Allah's doors of mercy are wide open. Allah Ta'ala's laws of forgiveness are wide open. Allah Ta'ala hasn't left anybody despondent. There hasn't left anybody without hope. But there's only hope as long as there's life. And once that moment comes when the pangs of death start, then that door of hope is closed now. So now is the chance. And our chance is right now, not even later. From the depth of the heart to turn to Allah Ta'ala. Wala tukhzini yawma yub'atun. Allah forgive me. Allah, I'm making sincere tawbah, I regret whatever wrong has happened, whatever mistakes took place. Allah, I'm making a firm resolve never to go back to it. Allah, accept my tawbah and don't allow this disgrace to come to me in the day of Qiyamah. Wala tukhzini yawma yub'atun. Allah, save me from the disgrace of dunya and akhirat. But the path of that safety from that disgrace is a path of the obedience of Allah. Some mistakes happen, Allah's doors of tawbah are wide open. To make the tawbah, these are Mubarak days, days of Hajj, and these are times to get closer to Allah. To make that sincere tawbah and turn to Allah. The wisdom we are speaking about earlier, that is part of the wisdom. Part of the wisdom is to recognize the, the opportunity. Sometimes the person, he just, he recognizes that opportunity that this thing is going to, just now the demand is going to get very great for this. So now he steps into the market at the right time. This was a real wise businessman. Everybody loved his wisdom. Everybody is astounded that how he saw it, nobody else saw it. So now that wisdom is very short-lived. Fine, Allah will have been whatever 
حلال رزق اللہ بیسٹ کمپنی ہو اللہ تعالیٰ کی ایک کمپنی اسلام حلال نعمت اللہ تعالیٰ کی برکت لے اللہ تعالیٰ پلیز الحمد للہ گڈ فور ہم بٹ دیٹ وزڈم دا بینیفٹ آف اٹ از شارٹ لرز ہاؤ لانگ سلو پرسن از ان دنیا He recognizes the opportunity to connect to Allah Ta'ala. These are the opportunities, these Mubarak days, these Mubarak moments, the day of Jumu'ah, the time of Jumu'ah. <coughs> these are opportunities that Allah Ta'ala opens out to us. We could have been here elsewhere, Allah Ta'ala brought us into his house. This is the opportunity. Wisdom requires that a person now, he recognizes the opportunity and he latches onto it. He doesn't let it go. He now takes that opportunity to make that sincere toba to turn to Allah Tabarak wa ta'ala Big Allah's forgiveness Make that firm resolve never to go back to that matter again With that sincere deep regret and remorse Allah's laws of toba are wide open In any case, Ibrahim al-Islam is teaching us this To be worried about the day of Qiyamah We are worried about dunya, what's going to happen, load shedding and the grip might collapse But if our eyes close Have we worried about the life of the grave? Fine, this is a natural concern that Allah forbid now what's going to happen. But that too the wisdom demands that we recognize that these halat come as a result of our actions. Because that's what Allah has felt out in the Quran Jalil. That the conditions that prevail are due to our actions. That's the wisdom of deen and the wisdom of iman will show a person. Many ahadith of the Nabiya Kareem's house, what did I start out? Give up sin. More, the bigger problem is not load shedding. The bigger problem is how to bring about sin shedding. If we shed sins, and the ummah at large sheds the sins, there won't be load shedding too. But these things come as reminders for us. If you worry about the darkness of dunya, also worry about the darkness of the grave. Worry about the darkness of the day of Qiyamah. And prepare for that, prepare for the light of the grave. Bring the light of the grave That is the time to acquire it. The light of the day of Qiyamah. On that day there will be people looking for light. يَوْمَ يَقُولُ الْمُنَافِقُونَ وَالْمُنَافِقَاتُ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا انظُرُونَ نَقْتَبِسْ مِن نُورِكُمْ قِيلَ رْجِعُوا وَرَاءَكُمْ فَلْتَمِسُوا نُورَا Allah Ta'ala says on the day of Qiyamah, the hypocrites, they will be calling out to the believers because in dunya they pretended to be one of them but on the day of Qiyamah they say please wait for us so that we can benefit from your light of people who acquired the light in dunya now is benefiting them in akhirat so on that day he will be said to them قِيلَ رَجِعُوا وَرَاءَكُمْ فَلْكَمِ سُنُورَ go back to the world and bring your light from there if you are in load shedding on the day of Qiyamah that load will be forever shed The time to build the light and get all the power is in dunya. So now this is the opportunity. He said, Ibrahim is teaching us this and giving us this lesson. Allah Ta'ala mentioned this dua of Ibrahim for our hidayah. That we should be making this dua and making that effort to bring the light on for ourselves, for our cover, for our day of Qiyamah now. By sincere tawbah, by turning to Allah Ta'ala, coming to onto a life of obedience of Allah Ta'ala, giving up all the haram, shunning all the sin, whether it's the sins of the eyes, sins of the ears, sins of the tongue, going to all the places of sin and vice, the gambling dens, the places of zina, and whatever else. <coughs> this is 
the lesson that we have been given. وَلَا تُخْزِنِي يَوْمَ يُبْعَثُونَ Then Allah Ta'ala says, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالُ وَلَا بَنُونَ What is the description of that day? That day is such, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالُ وَلَا بَنُونَ Nobody's wealth and nobody's children would be of any avail to him. Even if he spent all the wealth in the most charitable manner in dunya. But if he left this world with the dirt of kufr and shirk, then that wealth will not help him one iota on the day of Qiyamah. إِلَّا مَنْ أَسَلَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Except the person who came with a pure heart to help him. A pure heart, pure from kufr, pure from shirk. Because kufr and shirk will never be pardoned on the day of Qiyamah. That is perpetual doom. Never to get caught up in all the fancy talk. No, no, all rivers lead to the same ocean. So therefore, no matter what a person follows and what creed and what religion, everything will work out. No, nothing else will work out but Deen and Islam. Nothing else will work out but Iman, the correct Iman, and the Deen of Islam. Inna Deen عند الله Islam. Nothing and nothing else will work. Everything else is doomed for eternal, perpetual doom in Jahannam. Nobody, no matter his children, could have become the most pious on earth. But if he left without Iman, they can't intercede for him on the day of Qiyamah. The only benefit will be to the person who came with a clean and pure heart. Now where he's going to clean the heart? Let's clean it here now. Because in that moment comes, his eyes closed, it's too late. Now there's no cleaning possible. Now is the time to clean it. The first thing that has to be cleaned from is kufr and shirk. That is the most fundamental part of it. If the person left this dunya with the dirt of kufr and shirk, the filth of kufr and shirk in his heart, that is all gone then. There is no chance of anything then. Then together with that, so this is the first level, the tafsir of this ayah, that his heart is clean of any batil aqidah and belief, any wrong belief, any kufr, shirk, anything that goes against iman. His heart must be clean from that dirt. The second part of it is that ayakuna khaliyat an ghalabati shahawat. So mashallah, he's now he's got his iman in order. But then together with that, he wants direct entry to Jannah. He doesn't go through any cleansing process in the hereafter through the cleansing process of Jahannam, the direct entry to Jannat, his heart must be now clean from being overwhelmed with all the passions and desires, meaning he's giving in to the haram desires. And he, desire of the heart is a desire, he is not responsible for something that is involuntary, but acting upon that haram desire is what the problem is. So now his heart is strengthened to the point that he can suppress those haram desires. Suppressing those desires is mujahada, and that is what taqwa is all about. That will take him closer to Allah. That every time there was some evil desire that crept into his heart, whispered by shaitan, by nafs, and he suppressed it, and he remembered Allah wa ta'ala, that is what taqwa is all about, and that is what expedites his progress towards Allah. That's not something to be afraid about. That's something to make an effort to suppress. And that itself becomes a great progress. So in any case, the heart becomes safe from saints from giving in to these evil temptations and desires. This is the Talbus Salim that will now take him directly to Jannah.
<coughs> so now if you made a mistake somewhere, he's immediately making sincere tawbah. And he is living a life of obedience to Allah Ta'ala. And then when a person continues making this mujahada and striving to remain in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, he's fulfilling the commands of Allah Ta'ala, his five times daily salah is in order, he's also doing something beyond that as well, he's Besides, obviously, all the faraid, his fasting in the month of Ramadan, his zakat is in order. If Hajj is further upon him, he's making an effort to complete that. And likewise, he's staying away from sin. This is now the obedience of Allah. And then beyond that, his heart becomes completely empty of anything and everything besides Allah. That is the rank of the special awliya of Allah. But now this is the qalb salim this will take a person to the very high rise of Jannah. But the minimum is up to the second level that he is in the obedience of Allah. This is what we have to strive for, this dua to make as well. And the dua is giving us this lesson. This is the chance we have. Make sincere tawbah, turn to Allah wa ta'ala, bring our lives onto the obedience of Allah ta'ala. That will make our dunya already. And that is the ticket to Jannah directly as well. Allah ta'ala give us the coffee.